All right, we are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is Brian S. Arnold here, and I have my new good friend here, Jermaine. I hope I got this last name right, Cheatham. Is that right? Are we doing? Am I doing that right? You got it. Yep. All right, and he is here. He says to help us learn the art of maximizing opportunities, the art and skill of maximizing opportunities. Is that right, sir? You got that right. Yeah. All right. I can't wait to see what this is about, but we shall see how he can help us today on this episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back. For another episode of The Authority Project, this is Brian S. Arnold, and you are the project, and we want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And all the way from Malaysia, onto the virtual stage today, we have Jermaine Cheatham, and he's going to do some incredible things about helping us maximize opportunities, because we know opportunities come and they go. So how do we maximize it? How are you doing today, sir? I'm great, man. I, I love the uh, the theme music, the intro <laughs> music. It got me going. That's good, good, good. I'm glad because it's, it's morning time. When I'm when I wake you up there, get you energized, get you going this morning. Uh, so let's let's get right into it. Uh, before we before we dive in, though, let's 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 tell people who you are personally and then professionally. Yeah, so I'm kind of a digital nomad, I guess. Um, I didn't plan on being this, but I travel around the world. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I run a business back in the States, but I can do it you know, digitally from my laptop. And um, I, I kind of ended up here in Malaysia just because of COVID and I was traveling around the world and didn't really want to go back to the States just because they seem to not be handling things <laughs> as well as other parts of the world. So uh, that's why I'm here. But um, yeah, as far as the, you know, the, the minimalism and the maximizing opportunities, it's kind of funny because what I've noticed quite a bit with entrepreneurs, business people, salespeople in general is they don't understand how important focus is and how important using leverage when you have focus makes your life a hundredfold easier and you actually get results versus just spinning your wheels. So that's kind of the the premise of maximizing opportunities is using leverage and focus. I love it. So that's great. So tell us what your current project is that you're working on at the moment. Yeah, so the, the current project is Creators Learn um, – com, which is basically, you know, I don't believe in anything besides two types of people. I don't see black and white or male and female or Democrat, Republican. I don't see any of that. I see creators and I see victims. That's it. Okay. So you get to decide which side of the fence you want to be on. And so I've created a platform and opportunities for people that consider themselves creators to learn my business model and they can emulate it, model it and take the blueprint and run with it and hopefully live the type of lifestyle I live where I make as much money as, as I want. I live and spend as much time on work as I want. I have all the free time in the world. I mean, probably 90% of my day is free time. Mm -hmm. um, I golf, I go on walks, I go to the beach, the beach is right here. I go swimming, I, whatever the hell I want. 
So that's my real goal is to make sure people that want to be creators and want to create their own future have this opportunity to emulate what I do. I love all of that, man. That's great stuff. So we got the imagery there. Um, must be nice, man. The beach is right down, right down the way, yeah? yeah all right. right See the water. <laughs> so it's so funny because my next, my next big question is probably what you already gave us was the, what is your daily routine? Your routine is just whatever you want to do. <laughs> is that, yeah, is that how it works for you? Well, my daily routine is really, I structure my day to work for me, not based on what my clients want or what anyone else in the world wants. I decide how the day is structured. So, you know, I get up around 4.30 or 5. Um, I do some meditations. I go I go work out, lift some weights. Maybe I'll go for a swim before the sun rises. I usually watch the sunrise um, right out here. And then I do, do a little work. So I kind of time block my days depending on what I have going on. But I'll time block like an hour. Uh, answer some emails, make any phone calls I need to make back in the States. Um, and then from there, it's like I go on a walk to Starbucks, about a three-hour walk, think about life, think about ideas. Nice. It's a cool walk through the forest um, with the ocean there on the left-hand side. And then I go to the golf range. I hit some golf balls. I play tennis in the afternoon. Sometimes I go to the mall. Sometimes I go check out a movie. I mean, <laughs> uh, just kind of whatever I really want to do. Um, but my day is pretty free. That, that's the way I wanted the structure. That's why I designed it this way and engineered it this way. So I have freedom to not be a slave to my job because I use leverage and minimalism and simplicity to make it easy. So I'm not this chasing everything, chasing, 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 responding, responding. I don't do that. Okay. I, I design my life. So this is great, people, because most people will get into the point where you have to work hard. And, and you know, you have this 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 um, imagery about working hard and and doing everything you need to do day in day in out day in day out and that kind of thing. So let's let's dive in. We got the imagery of, of, of what your day is like. Tell us how do we get there? How do we get now to the to the point where we're mastering the art and skill of maximizing opportunities? Go ahead, man. Yeah. So I think the most important thing is pay attention. Pay attention to what's working. Sometimes I think as entrepreneurs and salespeople, we try to put the cart before the horse and we try to decide what direction we're going to go. That's not how life works. Life tells you what direction to go if you pay attention. So try things and see what works. And then whatever works, you double down on that. And so I see a lot of entrepreneurs where they're doing 15 different things. They have 15 different startups. They have their hands in everything, but none of it's working. It's, there's running with their, their head cut off, like a chicken with their head cut off. Okay. And there's wasting their time. They're stressed out. They're working 16 hour days, but not going anywhere. The, the key thing is to focus on one thing and then master that. And then whatever that one thing is, then you can move on once you master it. But until you master it, you can't do anything else. And so that's what my creators learn things about is mastering one aspect of commercial finance, not 15 different. 15 different things, not fix and flips, not distress loans, <laughs> not working capital, not the, like they, people want to do everything. You can't do everything. You can't be everything to everyone. Pick one thing and master it. And so that's really what it comes down to the, the art and the skill of you know maximizing opportunities is being hyper, hyper, hyper focused and using leverage points to make um, your time freer. So what I do is I don't get involved in businesses unless they have ridiculous margins mm. because I'm not going to do something with a 20% profit margin, a 30, 40, 50% profit margin. I'm only doing stuff that's 90% profit margins. Okay. I do not want to have a lot of overhead where I'm spending a lot of money and time and resources trying to organize this. 
I want things with huge profit margins. So that's another leverage point that I use to free up more time because I'm making more money doing less stuff. Now, now, when you say leverage, when you say you're looking for opportunities, are you saying like things you want to invest in, things you want to to um, to create, or as far as like invest? I mean, is it, are you just talking about investing, or are you talking about like creating products? You're talking about um, services. What, what, what kind of kind of dive in more into that? If you don't mind. Yeah, I'm talking about it all. Okay. Um, when, it, when, it, when it comes when it, when it comes to my business and my business model that we teach at Creators Learn, yeah. it's about having a business model that has huge profit margins, like ninety five percent plus. Okay. So you don't need to have a hundred deals a month, or ten deals, or four deals, or you can you can pick how much you want to do because you have such a huge spread. It gives you your freedom and your time back, and it could same thing could be for investing. Like sure, you, if you want to put your money in a in a S and P or in a the Wells Fargo and be safe. Fine. You have to, you're going to have to manage all that money and manage all those um, accounts. But if you really want exponential growth, you're going to have to find leverage points, businesses that are going to be a little bit more risky, but you're going to find a 10, hundred X return. So I'm, I'm looking for 10, hundred X returns. I want to have my money grow exponentially and my time grow exponentially at the same time. So I'm not trying to manage everything under the sun Every personality, every person, every product, every no, no, no. I want niche, 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 niche. So, do you think that's realistic though for everybody just starting out to demand ninety percent profit margins for for what they do? Say if you say if they're like a like a like a business coach or they're just trying to build like a regular product, what what can constitute them justifying ninety percent margins? Like you say. Well, yeah. So there, for example, the business coach example, you can definitely do a 90%. Well, you probably, if you're not doing 90%, I don't know what the hell you're doing because <laughs> if you're, say you're charging a hundred bucks an hour, yeah, don't spend any money on getting those leads. Don't spend a dime. I see too many people spending thousands of thousands of dollars on Facebook ads. And so they spend $5,000 a month on Facebook ads, but then they bring in $5,000 in income. They're starting from zero. They're not getting anywhere. So if you're the coach and you're charging a hundred bucks an hour, you, you spend zero money on finding leads. You get on LinkedIn, you do direct messaging people until you start developing a base and you start getting clients in with, you're basically making 100% profit margins. Now, granted, at the very beginning, you're spending your time on it, but you're thinking long-term. Down the road, that's going to turn into, you're not spending as much time because now you're getting referrals from their friends and their friends and their friends. So the goal is always keep your margins as high as possible. And I think it's realistic because when I first started in this business, I didn't spend a dime on uh, marketing or Facebook ads or anything, any, any tools and tips. Everything was free, free CRMs. The internet's free, except for you have to pay for it. But I have internet on my phone anyways on my laptop, so it doesn't matter. Right. So it was, it was always free. I mean, granted, I have to make a phone, maybe a bunch of phone calls or a bunch of messages. But at the beginning, that's, that's what it takes. It takes work. But don't spend your time and your money trying to chase leads. Let them find you. But you have to you know, put in the work to get, it, get to that point at least. So, so let's let's go even let's go even deeper. I'm I'm just I'm just going with the flow, man. I, I like what you I like what you're doing right now. <laughs> I like what you're saying right now. So let's go even deeper. Do you have a certain formula for maybe maybe let's let's talk about like like a business that you want to get into, or I shouldn't say a business. Maybe yeah, maybe a business or something that that is related to something that. You 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 dig. Say if you say you, you like golfing. Say if somebody say if you, you see opportunity for golfing and you're like, you know, this is something. Uh, this might be something. But so what do you? 
how do you, how do you go about saying like this is something that I can I can put into you know what I'm doing right now in that way, or if that's the way well, you do it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll take I'll take two different analogies. So okay. for my my business, what I would do if, and what I did and what I always have done is I like I said I, I try certain things and see what works. And so I realized the medical industry is something that works where I mesh with those type of, I mesh with doctors, I mesh with device people. And because um, they're, they're, they're professional, they get things done, they have good credit, they, they're prompt, they're just professionals. And so um, I would go about that angle is I'd get on LinkedIn and just start messaging all the device reps I could find on there. Just to say, hey, I'm Jermaine, we do uh, financing for medical equipment. So if you ever have doctors that need to buy your equipment, we can help out with the financing side. That way they're not paying $50,000 for your equipment. They're just paying you know, $400 a month. Sounds like a win-win for everybody, right? So I just go about that. Boom, 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 boom. It's the only thing I focus on. Only medical, only device people. That's it. Right. I don't call okay. doctors. I don't, I don't deviate from medical. I don't start calling uh, you know, construction equipment. I'm not calling uh, people that sell restaurant equipment. No, only medical, only device people that sell that. So that's what I mean by the focus, narrow niche. And granted, mm-hmm. I have no overhead. It's just LinkedIn. It's free, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I was doing golf, um, I guess the, mo- the funny thing about golf is like golf is kind of the same thing. You can't take too many people's advice. Like advice is like one of the <laughs> most overrated things you can ever imagine. Like, okay. Because everybody's different. You know what I mean? Like even when it comes to like the whole medical thing. Right. Maybe some people would like to call construction people or, mm-hmm. or restaurant people. It's whatever your personality meshes with. Like I've had so many golf lessons before and they're saying, do this and do this and twist and do this, and <laughs> snap your wrists and all this stuff. But to be honest with you, I don't know what I need to work on until I get to know my own swing personally and what mm-hmm. works for me. And so over time, I've realized, oh, certain things work for me. Really just stepping my left foot down really hard on my, back, on my downswing is the only thing I need to remember. I don't need to remember all the other things people have told me that work for them. That's supposed to work for me. That's just not how life works. Pay attention to what works for you. So um, that's what I mean by it's an art and a skill because the skill is like repetition and just getting it done and doing it and having the discipline to see it through. The art is like what, um, what works for me as an individual. So how how do you, so this, this, I'm going to dive just right, right into the example that you have right now. Of of focus because I think that's a big a big word that you're using. How are we, where do you get to the point? Where did you develop the skill of saying you know I'm going to focus on this this and that I'm going to and this is these are the people that I need to talk to. Period. How did you get to that point where I know that these are the device people? The device people are the only person I need to talk to. I need to get to these people. Boom. Was was there a formula or uh, a method that you to that madness of getting to that point? Yeah. I think some of it is just being aware after I, how do I feel? What's my energy level after I converse with somebody? So if I get off the phone or off a, a message with somebody that's in the medical device arena and I say, you know, something that felt good, I'll, I'll kind of review the call in my head and say, no, something I felt that felt good. Like there was a connection there. Maybe I'll even write it down <clears throat> like on a one to 10, how good did it feel? And then I'll think about that more like, yeah, that's the direction I want to go versus I get off the call with someone that works at an automotive shop. And I'm like, that guy was a bozo. I don't want to ever talk to that person again. So mm-hmm. you pay attention to what works for you. So another thing that's important is once you kind of get that ingrained, like what, who am I jiving with by being mm-hmm. aware of that? You got to have a vision. Like vision's the most important thing. I don't believe in like goals. I think goals are for losers because you're always on a, you're always on a hamster wheel. You never are satisfied. It's always the next thing, the next thing versus mm-hmm. the vision in a process and a system 
all you do is execute execute the system and the results are the results. The, the results are just the byproduct. You can't control the results. So just let it be. Just if you if you say you're gonna do your walk today, do your walk. Who cares if you lose the weight? Because you can't control that. You can control the walk though, right? Yeah. And so, you know, vision is the most important thing for me. Like I visualize like who I enjoy working with. Like what kind of people, what do they look like? How do they talk? How do they interact with me? What do they sell? Um, how do they make me feel? Like, how do I feel? How do I show up in the world? What do I say? How do I stand? Like, I, I think about vision of like everything. Like what kind of, what kind, how does what I drive, what I eat, how does it make me feel? It's more of a visceral thing. And so when I have that vision in my mind, I kind of know intuitively what direction to go because I've already lived that uh, in my imagination. Okay. So, so you evaluate every call or is, is it something that you evaluate on a weekly basis or is it rather called you evaluate, take notes? So how do, how do you do that? I'll do it. I'll do it right in my CRM. I'll, oh, okay. I'll give them, I'll give them, a, I, I, I keep it so simple. I have hot, warm, or cold. That's it. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So let, let's, let's go a little, let's go into like the issues you might've encountered with entrepreneurs when you're, what problem that now that you've created this creators learn, what problem that do you see that's perpetuating from your experience from the guys, guys that you interact with and like, like, oh, okay. And it's like, it's like the same thing over and over again. What do you see when, when, you, when you interact with entrepreneurs in your, in your experience? Well, number one is scatterbrain, like <laughs> too, scra- too scattered, trying okay. to do everything. Yeah. I think what the, I think at the core, what that really is, is um, procrastination and fear of action. It's amazing how many people I've met in, in my life that say, well, yeah, I'm getting ready to make the phone calls, but I'm waiting on my business cards. Or, oh, yeah, I'm getting ready, but, you know, the holidays are coming, so no one wants to be bothered before the holidays. I'll wait till the new year. And then it's the new year, and it's like, well, after, you know, things really start ramping up after Valentine's Day. Oh, but it's tax time, so after tax time, I'll start. It's always, like, never taking action. It's Mm. always like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Pick up the damn phone. Pick up your laptop. Send some emails. Call some people. Talk to people. You're never going to go anywhere. It's like it's like asking 101 questions of a trainer about your your fitness and your body and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But you haven't taken a single step. You haven't done a single bench prep. You haven't done a single squat. Anything. So <laughs> the biggest problem I find is like a lack of focus, being too scattered, and just procrastinating with the the nuances and the and the, the minutia of the things people <laughs> think they should they should be doing or yeah. should be learning about. Or I have to have this perfect before I start. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're saying basically that you have to be ongoing with developing this skills skill set, because if you're not doing anything, nothing's being developed, nothing's being built, um, nothing's being like not, not, nothing's growing because you can't start. If you're not starting something, then you know this this art and skill is never gonna never gonna happen for you. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Because you're never gonna have that <laughs> feedback loop. If you never mm-hmm. get started, you're not going to know what's working, what's not working. True. It, it just the most important thing, like the most important thing in life about no matter what it is, is action. Like mm-hmm. mindset is great and all, but mindset comes after the action. It actually, feeds your mindset is fed by your action. But I just always see more and more people typically. Oh, I got to get my mind right before I get started. No, 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 no. You get moving. Momentum is caused by action. That's how you get inspired. Like I don't, I go to the gym all the time. I don't feel like being there, but guess what? I do one set. All of a sudden the blood starts flowing. Okay. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I'm feeling good now. Then I start moving or I do one push up. Like say if I had to do one push up, I'll do one push up. 
Yeah. Like I'll, I'll make it so stupid simple that I can't lose. So if I say, I don't want to work out today. Well, did Jermaine just get down there to do one push up? Okay. I'll do one. Then I'm already down here. I might as well do two. Then I'm doing three, <laughs> four, five. Then I do the first set's done. Then it's like, okay, well, this right. is great. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to do my workout now. So it's just like, get started. And do you think that also like, and this is something that I, that I teach, like people don't position themselves even in the times when they don't feel like it. But you have this appointment that you need to, <laughs> to be just like any kind of job where you're like nine to five, like, you know, you have to be there at by nine o'clock, regardless, you know, you can be dead tired, but you know, you have to be there or you're not going to make any money. Do you think that people, people fail to position themselves to a point where, you know, they, they don't feel obligated to, to do something because, because it's not, it's not there. Nothing's happening. Do you think that's the case or do you, you know, I'm not sure if you understand what I'm saying. Like, like, um, like I have this podcast and I know, you know, I have to be there by, by seven o'clock for this podcast. I'm positioning myself to do this, you know, every, every three or four days a week. Right. Do you, do you think that people just, they, they don't position themselves to be in any kind of, any kind of state of mind where I have to do this? Well, yeah, I think that's the problem. You never <laughs> should feel like you have to do anything. Okay. The, 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 the thought process should be, I get to, it's an opportunity. Okay. I don't have to do shit. It's a, I get to do this. Like life has blessed me with this opportunity to be here on the spinning planet where I can do anything I want. And they bless me with this technology to do this podcast with you live right now. Like this right. moment's never coming back again. It's right. the, the mindset is like of lack versus abundance. And I, I think that's where the have to versus I get the opportunity to do this is lacking. And also the vision is lacking. Like why are you doing the podcast? Why are you making the phone call? Why are you building the business? Why are you having the relationship? There, there's no thought about that. Like maybe I should, when I step in the house, I should, you know, give my wife a kiss and give her a hug and, and remember like what's beautiful about our relationship or whatever it is in life. Like we're not, we don't cherish the moment because we can, well, there's two reasons why we live in the past all the time. and we live in the future, we never live in the moment. Mm. So we don't realize the blessings we have to be able to talk to you right now live this moment's never coming back. I may never see you again in my entire life, but guess what? <laughs> here, we're here right now. Right. So like, right. I didn't take advantage of that and I wasn't engaged with you and I wasn't like um, giving you everything I have, like as far as my attention, then I'm dying. I'm living, but I'm a zombie. So yeah. that, that goes with your business. That goes with everything. I think about that when I call people, like I realize, like not everyone's going to say yes, but I have an opportunity to, to talk to somebody from around the world about their business and what they're up to and how I can help. And it may not go anywhere, but I got to share this moment with this individual that will never come back again. Yeah. So I got to treat that with like, almost like it's sacred because it is. Yeah, absolutely. That's great, man. I love everything you're saying right now. <laughs> so let, let's, let's talk a little bit because this is an offbeat question, but let's talk about this min minimalism stuff. You're a, you're a, a minimalist entrepreneur. What does that mean, my friend? <laughs> so I don't do a whole lot. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I mean. Like I, I do one thing really well mm -hmm. and I leverage that one thing I do very well with huge profit margins. So most of my day is free. I don't have a lot of stuff uh, mentally that hold me down. I don't have a lot of stuff physically. Like I sold my house. I sold my car. I take Ubers and lifts everywhere. Um, out here they're called grabs. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I have beautiful stuff. Like I, I'm not like, I'm a capitalist. I like expensive things, but I don't need 10 of them. I need one. Right. Like I don't need, a, I don't need a bunch of like superficial relationships in my life. I need like maybe a handful or a couple that are true relationships. Like I don't need a lot of stuff. I need quality stuff. 
Yeah. So that's what I mean by a minimalist uh, entrepreneur. So I can get rid of a lot of the, the, the shitty clients too, because I don't need you. Mm-hmm. I, I want the cream of the crop in my life. And I, I don't, that's why I don't chase business. Um, I have uh, partnerships and we treat each other with respect. And if that's not happening, then we ain't doing business. So that's what I mean by a minimalist entrepreneur. And it makes your life 10 times better, 100 times better, 1,000 times better. Like everything's always beautiful because you're not dealing with people you don't want to deal with or situations you don't want to deal with. Or you're thinking about the house and the mortgage and the insurance and the car. Oh, I got my, my car got scratched, scrapped, and I got to get it fixed. And uh, I go, oh, no, that thing and the insurance. Oh, my God, I got to call the agent. Like there's so much stuff that we have in our lives that are yeah. completely unnecessary. People have their entire garage full of this crap that they don't know where to put it. I mean, you've seen the storage sheds that are out there. Um, it's crazy all the stuff that Americans have. <laughs> people all the world have stuff, but it's like, like I can only wear one shirt at a time. So right. I have like, you know, a few shirts I love and until they're, once they're worn out, then I buy another one. Like, right. but I'm not going to buy this anyone just because it's on sale. I'm going to buy the best of the best that I love. Yeah. I love that. That's, it's, that sounds so crazy. Cause I, I, I put something on my Instagram the other day that I, I was I was um, looking at my my t-shirt drawer and it's just full and I have I have it's totally full but I have a whole another folded you know, stack of t-shirts on my bed <laughs> that I can't put into the into the drawer I'm like okay something's wrong here so, <laughs> so I, used, I used to have a se- I used to have a separate closet just for my dress clothes okay. like I had so much I had so much stuff and I was like. Like, what am I doing? I, right. I wear 5% of this stuff. Right. You know, it's just like, I'd feel, I'd like 10 watches. What, what, what one watch for a certain, certain pair of shoes? Like, right. I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to die, right? Why right. am I wasting so much time on dumb shit? Right. Most of my life, I was wasting time on this stuff that didn't matter. Okay. I love it. That's great stuff, man. That's great stuff. <laughs> this is, this was this was great, man. I, I I have just one last question. I wish we can go on for a while, but I have one last question for you, and it goes like this: I ask this of all of my guests, and they have they they're watching you, they're listening to you, they love what you're saying. They have similar goals, similar journeys. They want to be a no band entrepreneur, just like you. They want to be a, min- a minimalist entrepreneur, just like you, and be focused like that, and maybe help others you know, maximize opportunities just like you're doing um, on a daily basis. So can you give them maybe one, either one main tip or maybe a couple things that you know for sure that they can do or that they can harness in their, in their, in their, on their journey to help them be an authority in this space? In this space or their space? In your space and what oh, you in my do. Space. And what oh, you yeah. oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I think the most important thing is to find space. Speaking of space, <laughs> you know, find space to get away from everybody, get away from yourself, get a, get free time. So that's what I've created in my life is a lot of free time and a lot of space so I can think. I'm not bombard, bombarded with emails and phone calls, and I'm not busy. I, I'm not, I have no TV, I'm not watching stuff. Only thing I, I create a space for me to think. And from that space, I'm able to create exactly what I want because I see clearly what I want to do. So I would I would find ways to create space in your life where there's no TV, there's no Instagram, there's no phone, there's no I take a whole Sunday and I don't have any devices. 
I don't read any books. Only do I have a pen and the paper and I just write down things that I gain from the week. I have a philosophy that the good shit sticks. So I might have a whole bunch of stuff that comes into me over the week, but Sunday's my day to kind of disseminate and decide like, what was the important stuff? Like what really stuck with me? And I write it down and I decide like, where, where do I want my life to look like? Where do I, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And so based on those Sundays and that space I created for myself, I trust myself to make the next step, to make the next decision. And then I move forward. So it's, it's a two-step process. It's create space for yourself, write down journal, like what came from that space of what, what, what direction do you want to go and then trust yourself and take action. That's it. Simple as that. And that's really the philosophy for life. It's amazing. Great stuff, man. <laughs> Absolutely great stuff. This was this was awesome. I'm I am so glad I got you on here. I know we have to change the time. We're trying to figure out the right time. <laughs> so he's from Malaysia. I'm from Boston. You know how it goes. But this is the global podcast. I've done it before. I'll do it again um, to make sure you get the um, the right people on the on the show. Like Jermaine, it's just you just crushed it, bro. Just crushed it. Really Thanks appreciate you me, on man. here. Appreciate you. Just great stuff. So please tell people where they can find you and, and, and how you can help them after the show. Yeah. Just go to creatorslearn.com. You'll find all the information um, about me. You can contact me. You'll learn all about the course. And if it's something that interests you, um, you know, reach out. We schedule one-on-one calls to see if it's a good fit. Um, I, I want to make sure people that they're, they're the right fit, like we were talking about. I don't want to um, waste my time with not quality, qualified people. So um, if, if you think you're a good fit, let, let's talk about it and, hopefully get you on this journey and uh, get you enjoying whatever you want to be enjoying. Cause life's too short. Yeah. I love this man. This guy's awesome. You're awesome, dude. You're awesome. This is great stuff. Everybody go to that website, creatorslearn.com and you can check out the authority as well. Join that list, build your, build your authority platform. I got video series there, three video series there um, that you can look, look, look into. I write to you guys every, every week as well help you build your authority platform. Something like the creatorslearn.com, but not, not as good. Not as good. I tell you right now. <laughs> Don't discount yourself. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. There you go. Absolutely. So everybody, thanks so much for being on another episode of the Authority Project. Remember, build it, share it, and they will come. Be blessed. And I'll see you on the next one. Take care. I'm out. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.